What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks Show. I have one question for you, Scott Weddington. What's that? Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! No, it wasn't. There you go. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely Kinston, North Carolina, with uh, Scott Weddington sitting across from me. May I even say sexy Kinston, North Carolina? Yes, you may. <laughs> there you go. It is hump day, Wednesday, May the hump 24th. Day? Yep, and I love it. hump day. In the year of the Lord 2023, this is episode 866 of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, while well, they'll be joining me at the end of the first hour today for the birthday game, but I got to tell you, we got another, we got a great show for you here today. Joining me right now in all his glory in our plush, well-led studio here on Whitehall Drive is the son of Kenston himself. He's the pride of ECU football. He's Paul and Clay's little brother. Some people, okay, just Greg Clemens, call him Sweet Pea. He's the lesser half of Celeste and Scott. It's Scott Whittington. How are you doing this morning, my boy? Hello, I'm doing pretty good this morning. How about you? I am. I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm doing pretty good, man. Especially with the, we're going to get to it here in a little bit. But the the great news that Junius came through surgery yes. yesterday in flying colors, and and we'll say this: uh, he's our he's our typical Wednesday guest. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, our first hour guest. And you are the first person to step up and uh, and fill that slot. So, and that's got to that's got to feel pretty good, right? That you're uh, uh, feeling yeah. feeling the slot that uh, that yeah. Junius fills every Wednesday. Uh, it, it does. I'm I'm happy. I'm honored that you uh, reached out to me to yep. fill this slot. Um, I hate the circumstances, yeah. uh, but uh, I've been been praying hard for for my brother, as yep. I call him. Um, it's been tough, but hey, the the good Lord's helping. He uh successful surgery yesterday. Now he's recovering. Uh, can't wait to see him again and give him a big old hug. Absolutely. He, he he needs it right now. Uh, he does. He does. We'll have a uh, – we're going to update everybody on that here in just a few moments. Uh, but uh, I love that picture that you posted. I think it was from Sam Lee's wedding, wasn't yeah, it? It was. What a great – I took that picture, I think, didn't I? You did. And uh, just a, a great picture of you and Junius together. But like yeah. I said, we'll give you a Junius update here in a second. And joining us for his whole second hour. Uh, here, and he's going to be with us from start to finish. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, you may know him, Scott Whittington. He's a former general manager and president of the Down East Wood Ducks and Hickory Crawl Dads. He's our good friend, Wade Howell. Uh, he's going to be joining us live on the Spence Automotive Guest Line from Asheville. I didn't know if you knew that or not, but he's moved to Asheville. He's doing some financial consulting there. Uh, in fact, uh, he may be doing some of my financial consulting, dude. There you go. Going to make me some money. There you go. <laughs> you know what? I like money. Do you like money? I like, yeah. Who doesn't <laughs> like money? I'm, I'm telling you. Uh, Wade, I like that. Wade is going to give us some great insight into the sale of uh, our wood ducks to the to Diamond Baseball Holdings. 
Uh, we're also going to delve into some NFL preseason odds and a bunch of other stuff. But uh, I guess, I don't, man, two big news things out of yesterday, Junius and then the dude sale. Uh, well, let's hit Junius first. Let's do that. Okay. Um, let's not hit him. I mean, that's a good idea. He's God, going through, God Brian, yeah. he's going through a lot already. <laughs> okay, we won't hit him, Scott. Junius, I hope you don't hear this. But <laughs> I, I, I hope you'll hear it eventually because I want him to know how much everybody supports him. Yeah, you. I do want you to hear this, and I want you to hit Brian. There you go. Uh, Junius uh, Smith III, as you know, encmoments.com, former free press sports reporter, former uh, news news uh, sports reporter, just uh, our, our, one of the great guys out there. Nobody, nobody, I'm including myself, I'm including everybody, I'm including you, Scott Weddington. Okay. Nobody outworks Junior Smith III. I no, mean, they don't. It's, there's no debate about it. Uh, it I mean, I, I'm assuming everybody knows. I mean, we talked about it on yesterday's show. It's been all over social media the last couple of days. Uh, underwent brain surgery yesterday uh, in uh, in a hospital here in North Carolina. His parents have asked me to keep that under wraps for now uh, they just don't want him overwhelmed with stuff They're, he's not on social media he's not yeah. uh doing any you know doing any of that stuff but uh messaging with his mom and i put all this stuff up on facebook too and i'm going to try to keep everybody up to date as much as possible but i uh, had about an eight hour eight and a half hour surgery yesterday to remove uh, about a golf ball sized mass from his brain and uh they were able to remove 90 percent of it so uh, I had, a, and I love it. I love it. I had so many people sending me questions last night after I posted that about, I think it was about 520 last night when he came out of surgery. And uh, I had a lot of people ask, well, what does this mean? What does this mean? Well, his mom didn't really message me back. And you know what, Scott, I'm not going to bug her you no. know, when she's right there with her, with her son trying to take, that's the reason why they didn't want to put on social or anywhere what, which hospital he was at, because there were hundreds of, thousands of people that are worried about him and uh and i'm gonna head up there today right in fact right after the show and uh, we debated telling people this or not you and i did but i think i want to man i, I gotta give shout outs to uh perry uh perry tindall and ryan diesel geesman at kenston matt beeman at arendel parrot academy jackson massey at north and north david combs at uh at uh southland north burt potter at uh, uh, Bethel Christian Academy, John Clemens at uh, the Down East Wood Ducks. Uh, oh my gosh, I do not want to forget her name because check this out, dude. You want to talk about you getting a kick out of something? Uh, oh my gosh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, uh, from Southwood Christian Church. Susan Baker, uh, okay. 81-year-old Susan Baker, who still walks three miles a day every single day, uh, Scott, uh, at Southwood Christian Church. They made her a, or made a Junius a, a Carolina blanket. How cool is that? Yeah, for, for Carolina. Ju for Junius, that's cool. For Junius, is very cool. And just everybody, man. I mean... Uh, I mean, I know Barbara Eldon had, uh, has hit me up and a couple people have hit me up about, uh, Marietta Floyd about, are we going to do a GoFundMe for, uh, Junius and his family? I'm going to talk to them about that today. Like I said, I'm heading there today. Uh, oh, I didn't, I told you all those ADs at all the schools and John yeah. Clemens, they're all giving me gear, school gear to take to, uh, Junius. So, wow, that's cool. Yeah. So he's going to have, how I know, isn't that awesome? He's going to have gear from every school. I know uh, one of the coaches said something about they're going to give him a jersey. Nice. So, 
Can't wait for that. I'm gonna. So when we get off the show, to, if you notice, I'm all clean and sparkly. I took my shower before the show today, Scott. So don't right. don't I smell good instead of how I usually smell when I do the show? Yeah, I don't really smell that. Uh, <laughs> that like. Yeah. Yeah. There you in, go. In the room right now. Hey, yeah. wait a minute. But yep. anyway, uh, so, uh, but I'm gonna run. That's what I'm gonna be doing the, this morning when I get through the show. Is just running all over the place, uh, uh, picking up gear for uh, for our good friend uh, Junius and man, just an outpouring of support. Man, I knew it was gonna be crazy when I put it on social media on Monday afternoon or Monday. Well, I guess it was late Monday afternoon. And sure enough, man, I've never. And listen, I've been on Facebook pretty much since it started, and I, yeah. I have a pretty popular profile. I mean, I've got right at 5,000 friends and all that, and I'm telling you, dude, I've never seen the outpouring of support and love. And and listen, I'm not to be – I don't think you are either. I'm not the biggest Facebook fan in the world, Scott. I mean, I'm really not because, you know, there's so much negative. And there, even yesterday, so much negative – not towards Junius at all, let me say that, but – just with the wood duck sale and all this other stuff, just a bunch of negativity spewing just from all corners of yeah. Facebook. Not one iota of negativity with uh, Junius. And this is one of the reasons I do like Facebook is when something like this happens, you can see the whole community just around somebody. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, yeah, I really don't know what to say, <laughs> but, um, I mean, if I, I mean, yes, right. yesterday I had, I had to get off Facebook <clears throat> because I got tired of just reading um, all the negative stuff that people had to say yesterday, and especially knowing that some of the stuff being said by people are people who didn't even show up to a freaking game yeah. in the Well, I think let's save that. Let's put a pin in that because yeah, put, I, yeah. I, I want to get to that. But I guess what I want to say is for folks who are listening to the show right now, whether you listen to it live here at – 10 after 7 on Wednesday morning, or if you listen to our replay at 3 o'clock on 252 ESPN or on uh, uh, BrianHanks.com, wherever wherever you are uh, taking in this show right now, Scott Whittington, I uh, I just, I again, Junius can't see it right now. Uh, the decision has been made to keep him off social media and keep him away from, you know, he's had brain surgery. He doesn't need to be peering into a, a phone or a yeah uh ipad or a computer or whatever but uh he will eventually see this outpouring of support and i can guarantee you uh he's going to just feel all the support of uh, Kensal and north county eastern north carolina it's going to be awesome scott so uh very excited about that uh that he's going to see that and again very excited about uh running all over all corners of lenore county uh this morning to go get uh stuff for our good friend. Okay. Uh, well, the other big news uh, item yesterday was, uh, and I got to tell you, I'm going to pat myself on the back here. Uh, what entity was it that broke the news yesterday about the sale of the Down East Wood Ducks and the Hickory Crawdads for, to uh, Diamond Baseball Holdings from the Texas Rangers? I believe it was the Brian Hanks show. It was. It was, a Brian, well, it was Brian Hanks and the Brian Hanks show that uh, put that out yesterday. And uh, it had a very good source in the Rangers organization who – Sent me that. Sent me the press release uh, before it was even released, which was, uh, you know, pretty cool. Listen, the old the, the old man over here, Scott. I've uh, he's he's not been a, a a big J journalist for seven years, but guess what? We still break news sometimes, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially big news like this. It was awesome. Uh, just a little bit from it. Uh, 
The Texas Rangers yesterday morning, they announced uh, the sale of the Hickory Crawdads and Downey's Wood Ducks to Diamond Baseball Holdings. It's an organization that owns and operates select minor league baseball clubs associated with major league baseball. Um, that was uh, part one. Uh, we released that. I, in fact, God, if I had gotten that, I got it like five minutes after the show went off the air yesterday, Scott. Yeah. And, and uh, a little bit disappointed about that. Did you get a message from Mr. Clemens? Did you? Just Can you continue? <laughs> yes. Mr. Clemens, we're going to get to it here in a no, moment. Okay? No, no. Can you just continue? <laughs> there you go. But uh, the, that was part one of uh, the big news that came out yesterday. And like I said, we broke it on our social media. Uh, everybody else picked it up after that. I, I like. I even got messages from people saying, hey, how did you get this? They've not even The Rangers haven't even put it out yet to different places. Well, that's why it's good to have sources, uh, Scott Weddington. <laughs> What's that? Noise? Sometimes they can get you in trouble. Yeah, they can sometimes. <laughs> but uh, but we broke that. And then literally 10 minutes after we put that out there, the Post and Courier out of Spartanburg, South Carolina, they released uh, a story about that. The Like I said, 10 minutes after we reported that the sale was off. What what are you doing over there? I don't, I don't know. I'm listening to you. Okay. Uh, they, the Spartanburg Post and Courier releases that uh, the Wood Ducks will be moving from uh, Kinston, or the franchise, maybe not the Wood Ducks per se, but from Kinston to Spartanburg, South Carolina. Uh, listen, this was something, you got to give credit where credit is due. Patrick Johnson reported all of these things two weeks ago, okay? Yeah. And, uh, and again, I, I'm an old school reporter. If somebody beats me to something, you know what I do, Scott Whittington? I give them credit. Nobody does that anymore. Brian North did it yesterday. Uh, I believe uh, your boy over at ITN, uh, Gullickson. Mm-hmm. Uh, gave me a little bit of credit yesterday. Nobody else, though. I mean, they post stuff, and the only place they could have got it was for me, and uh, they don't give credit because they're not journalists. You know, it is what it is. But uh, I, uh, but the uh, Spartanburg Post and Courier yesterday, uh, 10 minutes after we released that uh, the team had been sold, they had a story, a doggone 70-inch story already up about uh, that the team is going to be moved to uh, Spartanburg, South Carolina. Uh, and I'll just read just the first couple of graphs from this. Uh, minor League Baseball return, and I, the story was by, because I like to give credit to reporters that do it, Christian Bolshut. I think that's how you say his name, B-O-S-C-H-U-L-T, Christian Bolshut from uh, the Post and Courier in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Uh, Dateline Spartanburg, minor league baseball will return to Spartanburg for the first time in three decades when a Texas Rangers Class A affiliate Moves into a new stadium to be built downtown next to the AC Hotel. The Down East Wood Ducks, currently based in Kenston, North Carolina, will relocate to Spartanburg and could start playing as early as the 2025 season, according to a news release shared with the Post and Courier. Uh, the Rangers recently sold the team to Diamond Baseball Holdings, one of the largest owners of minor league teams, dot, dot, dot. So there you go. Uh, long story, I posted, I posted a link to it on my social media, too, so you can check that out. So, having said all that, uh, Scott Whittington, um, we are we're going to delve into this with Wade Howell in our second hour. So we'll you know we'll go more in depth on that with him. Uh, I just wanted your thoughts on uh, this whole again. Patrick Johnson first reported a couple weeks ago. There've been rumblings, uh, basically uh, since last season. I mean, I can now say uh, there were rumors that uh, the Wood Ducks would be moving, perhaps. 
to Greenville and playing at Clark LeClaire Stadium. There were rumors that uh, there was going to be a stadium built uh, between Kinston and New Bern. Uh, that, those rumors never took effect. But uh, And then just all, all these rumors everywhere, the rumors are true. Uh, the report that Patrick Johnson put out yesterday is absolutely true. And again, credit to him, man. Uh, nobody, myself included, nobody in this town in Kenston or Lenora County reported it. it was Patrick Johnson out of uh, out of Greenville that put it out there. I think Henry Hinton had uh, hinted to it earlier on his show, but then uh, Patrick reports it. So, hey, salute. Yeah. Uh, a good job by Patrick yep. and having the uh, journalistic uh Chops to get it out there. Great job, Patrick. Yeah. And so, question. Hit me. Indians left um, Kenston, went to Zebulon. You hate the Mudcats. Are you going to hate Spartansburg, South Carolina? Not one bit. Not one bit. No. Valid question. Listen, we have proved – I kind of alluded to it yesterday, and I'm going to say this when I have Wade on the phone with us here in a little bit, or not in a little bit, but in our second hour of the show. Scott. It was a completely different situation um, yeah. in 2011 than it is here in 2023. In 2011, uh, yes, attendance had gone down. It had. Just look at all you got to do is look at the numbers. Somebody, and I wish I could give them credit. I'm mad at myself now. I wish they posted the attendance numbers of the last 30 years of baseball in Kenston. I've seen two people. Who was it? Because I, I'd love to give um, them credit. I know Corey Bowie posted something. Well, no, this uh, was like a whole chart. Of yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. I know who you're talking about. Um, Cl- uh, uh, Cliff Rouse. I Cliff saw. Rouse. Yeah. Maybe that, that, I think that's exactly mm-hmm. who it was. But he uh, posted the numbers. And uh, here's, listen, as hard as Bill Ellis worked, as hard as Tony Sears worked, as hard as B.J. Murphy worked to get this team uh, into Kenston in 2017, they left some loopholes, and I put it. I put this on the city, and this is under B.J. Murphy's leadership. This was under the city council's leadership when we got the team back in, uh, what, 2016, 2017, or they came to play. But they left a loophole in there that if we didn't meet attendance for two years in a row, if we didn't meet 100,000 uh, for a season in 2016, and, or uh, anyway, for the team, the team could move, and there would be no penalty. So... You know, all this, all I know, hold on, all this gnashing of teeth and weeping and wailing that, you know, we're going to lose this team. Listen, part one, it's the city council's fault. It's the city of Kenson's fault that they allowed that to be in the thing. I mean, there's no penalties. They are going to be able to leave, and there's nothing that Kenston can do about it, okay? That's part one. Part, now I forgot what part two. Part two is that, this is our fault. And I'm not going to say mine. I'm a season ticket holder. I worked for the team for five years. I mean, I did. We have Wood Ducks Wednesday here on the show. We do everything that we can to uh, support the Down East Wood Ducks here on this program. And uh, But this is Kenston's fault, Scott. It's Lenore County's fault. It's Eastern North Carolina's fault. It, you know how? You know what you got to do to have uh, – let me – I want to give you the exact numbers. Yes, tell everybody. I'm pulling my calculator out here. 100 I would pull mine out, but I'd lost my phone. There you go. So let's say you have even not even 70 home games because they're going to be rain outs and stuff. Let's say 65 home games. Okay. Yeah. All you got to average is 1500 fans, 1538 fans, a game to hit the hundred thousand mark. Okay. Yeah. 
and we didn't do it. The this community, this this portion of of Kenston, Lenora County, Eastern North Carolina, we couldn't even average fifteen hundred and thirty eight fans a game, and that's for a sixty five uh, game schedule. So this is our fault. <clears throat> I know I saw people putting up on Facebook yesterday. Uh, and, and I, it just, it's like you said, it got to the point where I couldn't even, well, I was getting all these message things or, you know, updates from everybody liking Junius's stuff. And it just, Facebook was just off the chart yesterday, but people were wanting to take shots at John Clemens and the yes. down East wood ducks. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Nobody does. I know I'm, I'm continuing to talk. Nobody did more things to keep this team here than John Clemens, Janelle Fitch, uh, all the folks over at the Down East Wood Ducks, all the giveaways, they promote all over Eastern North Carolina. It, if anybody is out there trying to say that this is John Clemens's fault, that this is Janelle Fitch's fault, that this is uh, the organization's fault, they're idiots. And I will call them an idiot to their face. Okay, okay? good, because I was over here about to use that word Go thinking ahead. that I couldn't. But, yes, if you are on Facebook saying you're not going to support the Wood Ducks anymore, that's just idiotic. I mean – because these people in the front office, this is their livelihood. Do you think they wanted this team to leave? I, I mean, J- Janelle has been here um, 2017 to now, and, and this is what her third stint with professional baseball here in Kent's Lenore County. Yeah. You think she wanted this? No, no, absolutely not. J- John Clemens got the position he he's dreamed of. You think he wanted this? No. No. So if you if you're gonna stop supporting them and point the finger at them I know. No, 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 no. You're 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 spot on. You're absolutely right. And this is I mean mm. There are other people you can take. Like I said, to me, number one though, if you're if you're making a list of uh people to be mad at about this, number one is us. Is Lenore County? It's Kinston that we didn't get out and support, dude. Fifteen hundred thirty-eight yeah. fans a yeah. game, average. Yeah, come and, on. And man. I didn't know. I never knew until now that that loophole was in there. I always thought they agreed it, to I, it. The I'll, city council in twenty sixteen and the mayor of Kinston at that time agreed to that stipulation. Never knew that, but here we are. Um, I always thought it was the thing in there with the renovations that if we That's don't meet part that of it too, yeah. Uh, uh, but I was telling someone the other day we could have all the renovations, we could we could have them all, but attendance numbers were not being met. Uh, and I mean, no one was going to games. Yeah, I mean, so you can have the state of the art facility, but you're not having numbers. Now, the thing that bothered me too was somebody put up there about how tough it is to take a family of four to a game in Kenston and, you know, how it would be, how much it would cost and all that. Listen, go to Zebulon, go to Winston-Salem, go to Durham with our, with you and I. We both love the Durham Bulls. I mean, go to Durham, go anywhere. We have the cheapest prices for anybody. I mean, it is. Our ticket prices are ridiculously low for a minor league baseball team. What are you making a face? Why are you making a face? <laughs> No, go ahead. Um, go ahead. So, some, so, uh, on certain days of the week, our, our ticket prices are higher than the Durham Bulls. Okay. What days are those? Uh, like Friday, Saturday. Okay. Well, I, I mean, wasn't. All I know is you compare us to Zebulon and, and Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. But if you want to bring that up, I don't know. 
I just, I'm, I'm disappointed, but I got to tell you, 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 okay. We started this whole thing with, am I going to hate the, whatever they're going to become down in Spartanburg as much as I, as I still call them the hated Carolina Mudcats. Am I? No, because it's a different situation. We were still meeting thresholds and yeah, the owner of the, uh, of the Kenson Indians at that time, <clears throat> he was losing money. He wasn't losing, you know, loads and loads of money. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're a hundred millionaire or a 200 millionaire. Nobody wants to lose $5. You know, I mean, I no. don't want to lose $5 on something. If I go through a drive through and they don't put my, my sandwich in there, they give me the wrong sandwich. Guess what? I'm mad. I turn around and go get my sandwich. So if that's that, it's the same thing. Nobody wants to lose money, Yeah, but it's a different situation. Now this team was really just ripped out, ripped away from us in 2011. This yeah. is not the case this time. We had all the everything. We could have done everything. Exactly. We had opportunity. All, you made a point before we went on there, and I'm surprised you haven't said this yet. But and I'm gonna. But a lot of the people that I saw complaining, I go to a lot of games. I worked over the previous five years, ninety percent of the games. Okay, I sit mm-hmm. up in the press box. I see who walks in front of the press box and everything. All these people complaining, and they maybe go to two games a year out of 70, and you want to complain, oh, oh, our team's being taken away. No, I'm not taking shots at a Zach Holcomb. I'm not. Zach's at every game, or someone's using his box every game. Greg Clemens at every game. Uh, help me out with some names here. Uh, Brian Aldridge yeah. from East Duplin. He's mm-hmm. at every game. Oh, yeah. You know? Uh, I'll Jim, say, and, Jim and Robin Godfrey. Uh, Jim and Robin Godfrey. <clears throat> I'll say um, – yeah, you would know better than me. Help me out here. A good friend of mine, William Regenthal from Greenville. He's he's a season ticket holder. His his tickets are out in the down the third baseline in the bleachers. That's yeah. where he likes his season tickets. Hey, good for um, him. Uh, you know, if it wasn't for uh, surgery he had to had recently, Danny Rice is right there. Oh my gosh, at every um, single game too. Yep. And anyway, we, yeah, uh, I mean, we can go on and on. Elijah yeah. Gooding, who's yes. at every single yeah. game oh, in section four. Yes. I, Patrick Holmes. Patrick Holmes. I mean, if you're – those people have a right to get out there and complain, okay? Yeah. They really do. Those people we just mentioned. If you're somebody that – you know, and there were hundreds of people complaining. Hey, where, where were those hundreds of people at games, Scott Whittington? Yeah, that, that, they could be the difference right now, but no. Um, hey, I'll promise you this. I'll promise you this. If we were averaging 1,538 fans a game – which is the threshold to hit a hundred thousand or, you know, right around there, 1550, maybe even 1500 fans a game. We would not even be having this discussion right now. The Texas no. Rangers would be happy. We would have our team here and we'd be talking about the result of how the wood ducks are in first place in the Carolina league North right now. Yeah. I mean, we, we wouldn't be, nobody would be mad at diamond baseball holdings right now. Yeah. Um, you know, that they, they would be mad at major league baseball down the road just saying yeah um but it's just frustrating i mean no yeah I feel you. I feel everybody you, we, had, we had a chance and uh well you know what here's the good news we had our uh, chance and I, like the there were a lot of rumblings yesterday i was on a couple of calls with people yesterday scott we're going to get a coastal plain league team yeah and at the very least we've got a, another team in kenston right now the kenston wingman we're playing over at Lenore Community College. It's an old North State League team. They play in the same league as Tarboro and a couple other uh, a couple other teams. And that's a wood bat league. That you know, yeah, it's only thirty five home games a year. It's nowhere near the level of talent that 
we have coming through right now with, uh, you know, being the low single-A franchise yeah. of the Texas Rangers. But, you know what? It's baseball, and to Joe Blow out there, you know, they don't have to average 1,500 fans a game. If we have five or 600 fans a game out at Granger Stadium to support whatever, if it's a CPL team or an old North State League team, then it is what it is. But uh, it, I, I'm just, uh, I don't know. To answer your question again, I, I'm not. I'm not mad at Spartanburg. I'm definitely not mad at uh, at John Clemens and, uh, Janelle Fitch and even Wade Howell, who's going to be joining us in the second hour, who he's no longer with the team, but <clears throat> they worked their, <clears throat> they worked their tails off. And I don't know. I, uh, well, there'll be more news coming out about this in the next few days. Uh, we'll get a definitive, are we going to have the wood? Uh, we're definitely going to have the wood ducks to the end of this season, obviously. And about 95% certain we're going to have them in 2024 too. It's going to be a lame duck season, but guess what? I'm still going to buy season tickets. I'm going to be out there. They're going to be having promotions, and we're going to have minor league baseball in Kenston, and we need to get out and support this team. So the CPL will want to put a team here in Kenston. Yeah. So the Old North State League, if they want to continue uh, with a team here, that we're doing that. So anyway, we've now spent about 20 minutes on something that we're going to talk about for a lot of the next hour, but it is what it is. Uh, Where's my phone? <laughs> you threw it. I threw it because I didn't want to read that crap. <laughs> anyway, uh, speaking of the Downies Wood Ducks, they started a six-game road trip in Zebulon at the hated Carolina Mudcats last night. They won nine to five. The Woodies uh-huh. are twenty-two and sixteen overall. They're a half game ahead of the hated Mudcats uh, in the Carolina League North Division. The teams meet again at seven p.m. today in Zebulon. Any? Thoughts on that before we go to the Carolina Hurricanes? No, family fun. Oh, very good. Uh, yep. The Carolina Hurricanes play game four of their Eastern Conference Finals of the Stanley Cup playoffs tonight in Sunrise, Florida. They're down three games to none. Puck drop is set for a little after 8 p.m. on TNT. If the Canes are able to pull off that win, they'll play game five back in Raleigh at PNC Arena Friday at 8 p.m. Here's that stat that I teased you with before we went on the air. Are you All ready right. for this? I'm ready. Let's do it. Since Hubert Davis sounded the alarm before the second period in the first game, the Canes have been outscored five to two. They've only scored two goals since. You said I was going to like this stat. Well, it's Hubert Davis. I figured you would get a chuckle out of that. That it's Hubert Davis's fault that the Carolina Hurricanes, since he sounded the alarm in what uh, they played uh, seven periods in Game One, so uh, what six periods there. So 12 periods have scored two goals. And you know whose fault it is? Hubert Davis. It's Hubert Davis's fault. We've played 12 periods. I know. We've scored know. two goals. Uh, that just upsets me more knowing that we went and did that, got him to sound the siren, and, of course, whatever. They, they should have got uh, what's your boy over at uh, ECU, the basketball coach. What's his name? Schwartz. Should have got Schwartz to do it, or even you know, get Coach K out of uh, retirement. Get him to sound the alarm. Get Roy to do it. But no, you had to get Hubert Davis, who I can't imagine. I wasn't in the arena that night. Uh, I know Paul was there. Paul or oh, oh no. he got booed. He, he oh, I'm booed. sure he got booed. I mean, he's in PNC Arena. If he didn't get booed, I would be very disappointed yeah. in the state crowd. But uh, there you go. It, you know what? Whose fault is it, Scott Whittington? Hubert Davis. There you go. Um, 
But if we need any inspiration, we could get some inspiration from the Boston Celtics last night who won uh, game four with their backs against the wall, down three games to none, could have easily given up. And now they go back. Game five is, uh, I think it's Friday night or is it Thursday night? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Should uh, be tomorrow night. You know what? That's going to bug me. I'm going to have to look that up real quick. So uh, just give me some. Uh, yeah, I'll talk, what, what, uh, talk about um, the Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah, let's talk about the Carolina Hurricanes. You know, down down 3 0, it's, frust- it's frustrating uh, because. All three games so far, the Hurricanes have dominated and have have led every stat category except the final score. Yeah, and it's because Florida is finding is putting the puck in the back of the net at the right time. Their goalie is just lights out right now. I would like to see us really. Uh, we should have been doing it all series. Um, I want to see us really go after that goalie. I, Tonight, I want to see us just skate into them uh, a couple times. I want I want us to come out. I wouldn't be mad if we came out and just started rifling pucks, a few pucks off his face mask. I mean, get him uncomfortable. Yeah. We got to do whatever it takes. Um, yeah, hey, uh, reading stuff yesterday, there there's a lot of belief still in that locker room. Um, they're, apparently, the mojo is right now. They're not acting like they're down 3-0. They're acting like they got it. They're, they're still in it. And hey, who's to say this is the time? Yeah, Greg Clemens wants to talk smack. Here I come. Um, <laughs> you know, there was a time in 2004. I'm not even a Red Sox fan. Don't know why I'm doing this. But there was a time in 2004 when the Boston Red Sox were down 3-0 in the American League Championship Series to the hated the, New York Yankees. The hated New York Yankees. Um, and uh, New York was about to. Sweep them, and well, nope. Boston routed off four straight wins, and uh, Yankees choked. You know what? Um, it, uh, Owen one fifty is uh, the record of in the N- or no, that's the NBA. I'm sorry. Okay, go NHL. Keep going NHL. But has anybody ever come back from three zero in the NHL? I don't. I don't know. Guess what? I got. But, keep going. I got the Google machine. But if me. somebody has. Hurricanes can add their name to that list. If somebody hasn't, the Hurricanes can be the first team on that list. It's not over till it's over. Uh, what's How about this? It's happened four times in NHL. Well, the Hurricanes can be the fifth to- fifth team to get it done. I mean, because I, I want to quote something in your intro. Okay? Yeah. Was it over when the Germans <laughs> bombed Pearl Harbor? No. No. <laughs> it's not over till it's over. There you go. How about this? This happened four times. I got it right here in front of me. Thank you to DraftKings.com for having this. Thank you, DraftKings. But the most recent time was 2014. The uh, Kings overcame a three to nothing in the Western Conference first round. They were down three to nothing. They beat the Sharks. They went on to win the Stanley Cup. Oh, that that's year. right. 2010. The Flyers did it against the Bruins, down three <laughs> to nothing, and came back. 1975. The Islanders did it against the Penguins in the quarterfinals. And then in the Stanley Cup final in 1942, the Toronto Maple Leafs did it over the Detroit Red Wings. You know, 1942, that's when Greg Clemens, what, he was a high school senior that year? Oh, God. Right? <laughs> I'm not going, I'm not touching that one. <laughs> uh, uh, he's not messaged me yet this morning. He's messaged you. I'm, I'm waiting for a text from Coach Clemens, Coach Clemens, from Mr. Clemens. But uh, but 1942, that, he was a high school senior that year, I guess, right? 
So that means he would have been born in 1924, so he'd be 99 years old. Is that right? Not touching that one. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, you so, one. hey, it can happen. I don't know can how confident happen. I am it's going to happen, but I think You need to get happen. confident. It's happening. There you go. It's happening. I like it. That game will uh, – puck drop will be at, uh, at 8 o'clock tonight or right around 8 o'clock on TNT. Uh, and then game five will be back at PNC Arena Friday at 8 o'clock. I might try to go to that game. Yep, this series going? is coming back to Raleigh. There you go. I love it. I love Why it. Why am I yelling? Jesus. I like it, dude. You're, you're showing passion and Whoa! emotion. There you go. Uh, how about ECU baseball yesterday? Uh, I hate to bring well, it up, but I'm not yelling to. anymore. Well, we had a <laughs> Scooter Rogers on with us yesterday, and unfortunately, you got to explain this one to me, uh, Scott. They lose 12-11, to 11, the Pirates do, to South Florida, a team they just uh, swept. But had difficulty with. They lost twelve to eleven and eleven innings to South Florida. They're now in the losers bracket. They'll take on Cincinnati today at three o'clock. Cincinnati's twenty four and thirty two. You can listen to Scott Scooter Rogers on ninety four three the game or at ECUPirates.com. Uh dude, I and I'm not trying to do a sore spot here with you, but dude, there's no if those teams play ten times, ECU should win ten times, man. They should not be losing to South Florida. I mean it. Yeah, you can say that. It it happens. I mean, it happened I, yesterday. Yeah, I mean, Cliff says it. Uh, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm throwing stuff um, now. Cliff Cliff says it all the time. It's hard to win college baseball games, and it is. Um, but not not. I mean, yesterday was just frustrating. I mean, you take a nine three lead and. Surrender six runs in the ninth. Um, it just goes back to the Campbell game last Tuesday. Two run lead in the ninth, and you let the first four get on, and they take the lead. Uh, it's 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 frustrating. We have some problems in our bullpen, don't we? Yes, we do. I mean, it's it it shows. Um, no one has kept up with RPI. And with all that kind of stuff, more than you, Scott, and we've got a little, uh, what did you call, you call it, Our the wise men of Kinston, our little yeah. text group with you and I and Danny yeah. and Paul. And uh, you, you're you very vigilant about keeping us up to date with RPI. I've got to imagine with this loss, that's a bad loss. Have we, even if the Pirates come back and out of the loser's bracket and win uh, the AAC tournament, there's no way they get to host region but, now, is there? Yeah, or is there a way? Yesterday was our shot. Um, yeah. And we even said it last Tuesday was our shot against Campbell. Um, but, I mean, who knows? If if we can if we can just win, win out from here, and the ACC and SEC teams around, around clumped around us in RPI, they just beat the crap out of each other this week. There might be a chance, um, but right now it doesn't look good. And I don't even care for the 16 seed, dude. I want to get back on the mic for uh, for ECU baseball in a regional. By the way, uh, Mr. Clemens, I know I'm getting messages. Did yeah. you get the 99? That is a good number. All rise to put the game in extra innings. I believe he might be talking about your uh, Orioles and his Yankees, dude. <laughs> You got a lot of pain in your eyes right now, Scott. Let's see. Your Pirates. Check the standings. Uh, here, there you go. Ooh. Well, for now, for now, hopefully it stays that way too. No, it will. There you go. Uh, 
So ECU Cincinnati today at three o'clock. You, again, you can listen to Scooter Rogers on ninety four three the game, or at uh, ECUPirates.com to listen to that. Uh, uh, ACC baseball tournament uh, yesterday. Uh, Six seeded Boston College. Now there's a round robin. It's not a uh, or it's pool play is what they call pool it. play. Yeah, in the three pools yesterday, uh, six seeded Boston College beat uh, tenth seeded Virginia Tech eleven to seven. Carolina, the seven seed, beat eleventh seeded Georgia Tech eleven to five. Don't don't no. And so we're moving the night, on. The night cap last night, uh, ninth seeded NC State uh, beat fifth seeded Duke eight to seven in eleven innings. And uh, just how did that happen? Because you were watching it on the big screen. Well, well State State was leading the. Uh, uh, the entire game, just about, and Duke rallied on them. Uh, D- Duke had chances there late to take that lead, and who knows what would happen if they took the lead. But they had a chance there. Um, State needed that one. Um, State needed that one to keep their keep their uh, minuscule uh, regional hopes alive. Because um, right now they're on the bubble. Okay. Um, but they're going to make the NCAA tournament, though, right? Y'all, you don't know. Right, right, right now they are uh, one, one, one projection has them last four in. One projection has them first four out. So they they need to, uh, you know, you would if your state you want you just want to go out there and play and and win this week. Um, but I don't think I don't think state's gonna. Is gonna win the ACC, but uh, just went just win a few games. Well, crazier things have happened. What was Duke when they won the ACC tournament? What was their seed? They were seeded pretty low that year. Yeah, I mean they had to win the tournament to get in. Well, what were uh, they? Weren't they like a, an eight or nine seed themselves? Something, that year? Yeah. something like that. Okay. Well, today's games and all these games will be on the ACC network. Uh, eight seeded Notre Dame takes on twelve seeded Pitt. That game is at eleven a.m. The God fearing Cavahoos of the University of Virginia. Take on those soulless uh, Tar Heels from Carolina. That game is at 3 o'clock. Carolina's the seventh seed. Virginia's the two seed. And then the nightcap tonight is uh, Clemson, the three seed, taking on the ten seed. Virginia Tech, and that game is at 7 o'clock. So there you go. <laughs> what Mr. Clemens, Mr. Clemens just See, said. it's stuff like message I just got that makes me not reply to people. Go Wolfpack and extras to no, take out Duke. And then he, he sends me that and at the bottom of it, one of your many teams. No. <laughs> Dude, we all have teams, man. That's all good. Hey, listen, I got to thank Lenore Community College for more than 65 years. LCC has helped men and women and Scott Whittington in our area yes. tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kenston at 231 Highway 58 South. But it always has, or but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kinston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. And again, thank you to Richie Honeycutt, Dr. Rusty Hunt, all the folks over at LCC for being the title sponsor of the Brian Hank Show. And a thank you again to our day one sponsors, UNC Lenore Healthcare. GoEco Office Automation, Spence Automotive, Woodman Life, and Arendelle Parrot Academy. Also want to thank uh, the Kinston Police Department, the Down East Wood Ducks for being sponsors. we got a ton of sponsors. We love 
every single one of you. And as we go out here, as we're getting ready to pull the birthday game up here, uh, just wanted to get a life update with you for folks who may not know. Yeah. Uh, you um, are uh, – just get everybody caught up with you. Yeah, just uh, enjoying life. Um, finished school. I f- finished my school year. Um, Your first year at ECU, my dude. First year at ECU. Then, uh, Tell them that GPA. It's a 3.3. Yeah. Dude. Feeling pretty good about that. Um, and then had a uh, just a, a, a great opportunity come about. Um, so now I'm working with the uh, equipment staff at ECU with the football team. And, uh, you know, oh, uh, oh, uh, Taiwan Luke, a good friend of mine, uh, owe him for that one. And uh, uh, Marcus over at ECU equipment as well. So uh, I'm ha- having fun so far, first week with him. And, uh, yeah. Fun time. I love it. Hold on, hold on. Playing this for you. Here we go. (laughs) So this fall when we're watching ECU football, we're going to see Scott Whittington out there. Hold on. Go, Pirates. Loyal and bold, where the purple and gold. We are the parents of ECU. Hey! Go E! Go EC! Go ECU! Go! Go E! Go EC! Go ECU! So we're going to see you out on the field leading these cheers? <laughs> no, 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 not that, no. But anyway, dude, well, congratulations I on appreciate that. It. And I mean that, dude. That I'm, just got the blood flowing. Woo! Good. I'm very proud Love of you, Love to dude. hear that song. That I song get, gets gets the day going right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, man, thank you so much. For, you did a great job filling thank in you. for Junius this thank morning, you. dude. Thank you. Love this. This is my exit music here. Love this. There you go. Uh, Scott Whittington, thank you so much. Why don't we get the boys in here? Let's play the birthday game. We'll come back and wrap up the first hour of today's show right after that. It's hump day. It's Wednesday, May the 24th in the year of the Lord, 2023. It's now time to play that game. I don't know why I went so high up on that note. I got your attention there, though, didn't I, Jonathan? Yeah, it sounded like somebody squeezed you a little bit. <laughs> didn't it? Your eyes kind of bulged out a little bit there, too, when for I said one, 20. once, he didn't have to pay extra for that. <laughs> hey, wait, what? I don't know. I didn't get it either. It, I think it was a David Carradine joke. <laughs> wow. Nope, wasn't, wasn't thinking about him at all. He wasn't thinking about him whatsoever. <laughs> I always think about him. <laughs> anyway, uh, Jonathan, you won yesterday. It is now you cut the lead to 10 days to 7. There are six days left here of birthday games. Let me make sure if that's right. One, two, oh, three, four, five, six. Yeah, six days left here in May of birthdays that we'll do anyway. And uh, Jonathan Massey, you're still in it. I thought, uh, you know, if you'd won yesterday, John Dawson, you could pretty much put it to bed. You know how I despise time travel on this show, Brian. I know how much you despise time. If travel. I could turn back time, I would be shared. <laughs> if I could turn back time. Anyway, Jonathan Massey, you. My friend, I'll wait till you finish that long-ass yawn you're doing <laughs> over there. God, did you see Theater that? Theater of the mind. Yeah, no joke, <laughs> man. Did, did you feel the oxygen level in here decrease by about 17% as he was you sucking know, we're in suppo- all? We're supposed to be presenting sausage, not telling you how we make the sausage. There you go. There you go. Well, let me present sausage here to you, Jonathan. I'd rather you did Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Tell Patty. Uh, <laughs> ironically, Patty LaBelle is our first birthday. How cool is that? <laughs> 
78. No, we're not going to tell the birthdays yet. He's going to tell I'm us just, about. I'm trying to steer us back onto the road. Goeco Office Automation. Yeah, Thank tell you. us about Goeco's Office Automation. <laughs> I combine Goeco and Office into one word. Goeco's Office. Okay, wow. Hey, look, you're doing a great job of consolidating time, and I appreciate it. <laughs> there you go. But tell Goico, us about Office Goico Office Automation and Jock Passleg and that great crew he has down there. All they're trying to do in this community is make sure the businesses and the people of the community have an incredible experience when it comes to their office automation needs. So if you want to get down there and get some fine products or just have a good conversation with some great folks, uh, go on down to the office automation center or give Jock a call. Sound like he almost had problems saying office there too, didn't it? Uh, It got stuck in my head. There you go. Uh, What's that phone number over there, John Dawson Massey? 252. 252. 286. 286. 53. 53. 54. 54. Or you can visit his website at goeconc.com or what is goeco.com. Back to you, Brian. I don't know which one of us should be insulted. Both. No, I'd say first birthday. uh, Yeah, you too. Well, you know who it is. It's Pat. Oh, wait a minute. I got to play music. Good Lord, it's a musician. You could have brought us some of her food. Mm, Patty, love. somebody was telling me she's got like stuff at Walmart now or something. Is that yeah, right? Like pies or something. Mm, pie. Wouldn't pie be good right now? See, I'm being serious. I'm not even being sarcastic. Patty's pie. Mm, Patty. Give me a Patty LaBelle song, dude. New attitude. Okay. Do do do. Who's zooming? Who? No, that's, that's Aretha Franklin. That's Aretha Franklin. You said new attitude. Yeah. There you go. Not that loud, though. That's a very 80s sound to it, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. Is there actually any instruments yet? There's a guitar, another synthesizer. Is there a guitar? I don't hear a guitar. It just it's clean. It doesn't have distortion on that's a guitar. Okay. She's got great pipes, though, doesn't she? Oh, yeah. Her stuff from the 70s is better, but I didn't want you to, you know, I figured that would be the easiest one to find. It was very easy to find. Uh, Jonathan Massey, you know who Patti LaBelle is. Sure. Yeah. How old is she today? No idea. 74. You say 74. What do you say, John Dawson? 75. She was born May the 24th, 1944. She's 79 today. So, John Dawson, you get it. We got at least to listen to the chorus. I do remember this. Yes. What to do? I got a new attitude. We need to get a new vocal coach. <laughs> wow. Pow. That was mean. Too loud, Brian. Sorry. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Next person, Brian. I got a new attitude. Okay. <laughs> Dang. Easy on the eyes, too. Oh, yeah. Battle with Bell's good looking woman, man. I am very excited about hearing you wax poetic about this next artist here, uh, John Dawson. I really am. That's not sarcasm. Uh,. Bob Dylan from Minnesota. 
love hearing Tangled you. up in blue. I came in from the <laughs> Well, this is Shelter from the Storm, so do it. Shelter from the Storm. <laughs> Dude, you do a good Bob Dylan, too, man. I stole everything from Woody Guthrie, and people think I'm a genius. Bob Dylan. But when you talk to music again. people, they all want to talk about what a genius Bob did. I That's never, because but just he, before been, I met you, I I've never been marketed as a genius, Brian. That's why. I just don't get it. What do these music experts, people like you usually, you know? I mean, I've never. I have you never, you never he, have. You never, never have. Yeah, I, he's got some good songs, but he's got some really good songs, but that's it. He's not the Messiah. Yeah. He's made some crap albums, too. He's. You know, what would you have played? The uh, only thing I know right off the top of my head is uh, Hurricane. Okay. It's about... Uh, the Boxer. Yeah. Okay. You know he's got a new album coming out in June? Oh, I'm sure it's just great. Yeah. Shadow Kingdom. Yeah. Anyway, this is Hurricane by Bob Dylan. He wrote Dylan. that song that... Um, Make You Feel My Love that Billy Joel covered and Garth Brooks covered. Was it Garth Brooks? Yeah. yeah. You don't have to switch. I'm just, you know. Who did Knocking on Heaven's Door? Was he the first one? He was the first one. He, was he wrote the, that? It was on the soundtrack of Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid. Huh. Mama, take these guns from me. He tried to sing for a while. I don't think I've ever heard this, dude. So what is it because he was marketed as a genius that everybody thinks he's a genius? Part of it. I mean, he made some good records, but you know, this need to, everybody needs to calm down a little bit. Yeah. You know. uh, Bob Dylan. How old is he uh, today, there, John Dawson? I'm gonna say there's a lot of candles on the cake there, Brian. <laughs> I'm gonna say because I have no idea because I'm. Now you gotta extend your word. Who's doing the impression, Brian? Sorry, you are. I'm going to say I'm 80. Hmm. (laughs) That was good. 82, Brian. Guess what, Bob? You are indeed 82. See, I feel like you got to extend his words a little bit more to. You You got a Bob Dylan? Not really, no. But go ahead. You got to give us a. This is the story of the hurricane. I don't know. I can't. <laughs> okay. That's our last musician today, guys. Oh, thank God. Hey. Charlie Daniels played on several Bob Dylan albums, Brian. Did he? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Well, now I don't feel so bad about mine. <laughs> I'm a good impressionist. You guys make fun of me, but I'm a pretty doggone good impressionist. Something. No? Am Look, I? it only matters what you think, Brian. Yeah, good. I like it. I like it. You lead two to nothing, no. John Dawson. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, it goes back to you, Jonathan Massey. He is the defending NASCAR Cup Series champion. Uh, he drives the number two or number twenty-two. Uh, uh, gosh, why am I freezing on what he no, drives? John Prine. No, John Prine. But he's my favorite driver. Oh, okay. he drives a Ford Mustang. <laughs> His name is. Brad Keselowski. Nope. Joey Logano. Joey Logano. Today is his birthday. I just saw him this past weekend in uh, North Wilkesboro at the NASCAR All-Star Race. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Did he win? Uh, He won a lot of hearts over there, Jonathan Massey. I mean, a lot of hearts and souls. Yes. 
Uh, Joey Logano, 41. You say 41. What do you say? What do you say, John? I'm still doing my Bob Dylan. Now, John Prine, there's a songwriter. That's a guy who deserves the praise, bro. Yeah, okay. Um, he said 41. 42? He was born May the 24th in the year of Lord, 1990. He's only 33. How about that? He's in the prime. He's won two championships. That was a little gamesmanship on my part. I figured he was younger, but I figured John's going to think he's an older NASCAR driver. I go high. John's going to go higher. Uh, he's playing mind games with you now, Dizzle. You're on my radar, Slick. <laughs> he's mad that you're ahead 10 days to 7 and 2-1 two, two to one today. So he's taking it personally now. It's your turn. Are you doing Bob Euchre? I'm doing Bob <laughs> Dylan. I sound like Bob Dylan. Sound more like Bob Crane. Bob Crane. Hey. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm just going to do my Bob Dylan for the rest of the birthday game. What do you think? Oh, boy. I don't know how well that's going to go over. <laughs> okay. Uh, John Dawson, it's your turn. You lead two to one. He's one half of Cheech and Chong. Cheech man. Nope. Tommy, Tommy Chong. Chong. It's Tommy Chong. I I bet you guys don't know where he's born. Canada. How did you know that, man? I'm glad I, I didn't put stuff. money on that. I was about to say ten dollars. I'm glad I did. I would be less. I know how he. I know how he got into comedy. How? An older uncle gave him a copy of a Lenny Bruce record in a joint and said, "Consume this and listen to this." That's how he got into comedy. Well, the joint really took. I don't recommend the joint <laughs> anybody listening, but I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, no one does. Uh, but Tommy Chong, he's from Canada. I had no idea. I learned something new today when he I was He used to be on Alan Handelman's show a lot on Sunday nights. Which oh, I, I know who Alan Handelman is. That was like Letterman to me, but it was on the radio. And Tommy Chong was on a lot and I you know, retained some of what I heard. Always listen to that. It was on, uh, it was on the RDU. Well, I grew up in Western North Carolina. It was on the rock station, uh, oh, my God, 99-something mm -hmm. in uh, Charlotte. The and Fox. I would listen to it. The Fox. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. How the hell do you know that? You didn't I grow just, up. I know stuff, son. Dude. Anyway, uh, yeah. He would say our home station, 99 The Fox, because John yeah. Boy and Billy and Handelman were from yep. The Fox. Uh, he was awesome. He was awesome. But uh, Tommy Chong, it's to you, John. Dawson, how old is he today? You lead two to one. 84? You say 84. What do you say, Mizzle? 83. Ah, if you'd have gone the other oh, way, really? you'd have been perfect. Yep. He was born May 24th, 1938. He is 85 years old today. He was on Miami Vice. Uh, that, that, that one doesn't surprise you. me. That doesn't surprise me, though. I mean, I could see. Who did he play? A drug dealer. <laughs> Ooh, that was a stretch. Hey, man. <laughs> there you go. You've clinched the day three to one. You now lead 11 days to seven. Dude, he's going to win uh, May. Well, Donovan. he's going to at least win today. Yeah, he's won today. That's for sure. It's already wrapped up. Man, this next actor, you talk about, and I'm, I'm in all sincerity, you talk about somebody with range. This actor has range, okay? Bruce Hornsby. <laughs> uh, Talladega Nights. See, his band was, it was Bruce Hornsby. Yeah, 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 range. we got it. Talladega Nights, Step Brothers, Days of Thunder, Boogie Nights, Magnolia, Chicago. John C. Riley. Gangs of New York. Tell me, I mean, he's played, he, he sang like he did in Chicago. He's been Will Ferrell's better half in uh, Talladega Nights and Step Brothers. He was in uh, Gangs of New York, and I mean, he played a serious uh, role in that and was really good. 
Who has more, honestly, and, I, and I'm not, this isn't a, a riff. I'm being serious. Who has more range than John C. Riley? Kevin Pollock. I don't know. That, that's a good mm-hmm. idea. Uh, mm-hmm. Ding, ding, ding. That's a good, yeah. another good one there, too. But do you know, I love John C. Riley. I well, mean, he's a, he's a, I like him better as a character actor than the star. I think when he's a character actor, he steals the movie. But that's just, you know. Yeah. That's, you know. Man, he and Will Ferrell. Oh, they're magic. <laughs> they are. They, you know what? And I love Talladega Nights, and I know you do too, man. And it's one of those, if it comes on, I have to watch it. Or, or you know, we're pick it up wherever it's at. But to me, the best part of Talladega Nights are the outtakes. And they, the movie itself is funny as anything, but the outtakes when they're doing their com- their fake commercials. Oh, yeah. You seen? Have you seen Talladega Nights? Yeah. I'm not against it. I just haven't seen it. You haven't seen the Blues Brothers. So I right have back not seen you. the Blues Brothers. Have you ever seen Step Brothers? No. <laughs> and my girl Mary Steenburgen is in that. Oh, yes, she is. Easy, yes, son. She is. She's the mom in that. Yep, 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 yep. If she was the dad, it'd be kind of awkward. <laughs> <laughs> let me get that. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll let you do that. Yeah, John C. Riley, Jonathan Massey, how old is he today? Great uh, actor. I mean, I, I am a fan. I am a super fan. I would love to meet him. I really would. 58. What in the world, dude? Y'all close out the day with perfection here. Yes, uh, May 24th, 1965. He's 58 today. Uh, it doesn't matter because John Dawson already cli- uh, linked up today. High five. <laughs> Rare indeed. Uh, hey, some uh, <laughs> local birthdays here and all of them local. Happy birthday to Elliot Potter. I used to work with him. Uh, he used to be the editor in Jacksonville, remember? Yes. Good guy. Car- too, big, too big of a Carolina guy, though. Could, you know, oh, stop I it. had difficulty with that. But Elliot Potter, a good dude, too. Not just a good boss, but a good dude. Virginia. <laughs> there you go. Todd Bartley, today is his birthday. I'll see him here uh, in a couple of months down in Jacksonville as he'll be doing uh, the uh, play-by-play for uh, Wells Gulledge's East Coast Invitational. And Todd Bartley, just a good guy, too. I remember when we had a couple of floods. He now lives up in Pennsylvania and brought tractor-trailers full of food and stuff for people in Jones County and Lenora County. Todd Bartley, just great, great guy. Chris Cherry, the uh, basketball coach and athletics director over at South Central High School. I've really admired him the whole time I've been here. He's pretty much been at South Central the whole time. Good dude. And then Jamie Stallings, who is a baseball umpire and just a baseball guy, just a uh, loves baseball. He is one of uh, George Whitfield's uh, great guys, too. So uh, if today is your birthday, like Jamie Stallings, Chris Cherry, Todd Bartley, uh, Elliot Potter, John C. Riley, one of my favorite actors, uh, have a great birthday. Have a great day today. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> what is he doing over there? He's I'm doing. emulating you. Oh, is that, oh, is that yeah, what I was doing? Kind of. Okay. Uh, pew, 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 yeah, pew, pew, pew. finger guns. There you go. I love to finger gun. That's for sure. Pew, 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 pew. Hey, listen, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation. Pew, 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 pew. Give me, give me, give me, give me. Give me. You want to give me a couple of pews, John? Go to church. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, coming up with hour two of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.